Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Tabitha. Over the better part of a decade, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member and now longtime annual pass holders, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. From Disney bounding to pin trading, exclusive items and all the food, we've fully immersed ourselves in the culture that Walt built. We've done it all and have made some great friends and memories over the years. We'll be sitting down with friends and other Disney junkies to share our stories and advice. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland history and trivia and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disneyland journey with you. This, this is, is Magic, magic on, on Main Street. Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. All right, we're ready. It's my lucky number. It's episode 18. Burr, 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 burr. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Magic on Main Street podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. I was going to try to come up with a funny name and I did wasn't prepared. Tabitha is a funny name. How dare you? It's my name. No, the other one, the other version of Tabitha. Dorcas. Dorcas. Rude. Dorcas is the biblical biblical version of Tabitha? Yes. <laughs> Dorcas. Leave me alone. Uh, anyway, with us as always is Kenzie Lee, the little magic on Main Street kid. Child. <laughs> uh, and in spirit, behind the computer, listening to us right now. Hey, Daniel. Hi, Daniel. It's Daniel Proc. <laughs> or Daniel Proc 95 on Instagram. And it wouldn't be a complete show without our little mascot, Scar the Kitten. Scar. Scar. <gasps> Got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we were going to do our f- friendly, fun This Week in Disneyland History. We got some news. Um, got a couple episodes of something awesome that you should see. Um, also, some news as it relates to Bob Iger and the new um, COVID measures. Some news on The Mandalorian. Fun new merch, including Minnie's main attraction for May. Woo-hoo. Some cool ears. Very cool ears, actually. I'm really excited to talk about those. We'll do Hidden Makers with the Kid. Talk a little bit about food, the foods we miss. It's our COVID edition. And then we'll talk about events and entertainment, all the fun ways you can stay entertained during this weird time in our lives. And our main topic, we figured we got to get some really, like, warm, feel-good content in this show. Yeah. With everything that's been going on, everybody's been so awesome and, you know, obeying the social distancing guidelines and staying home and flattening the curve and all that stuff. So we thought we'd give you some good down home, warm the heart stories from around the Disney parks. I thought you were going to say down home cooking. Down home cooking. Nope. That was last week. (laughs) We've got a video to show it, Uh, but that's our main topic and we've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So we'll be back in just a minute. Kaylin, bring it in. Magic on main street podcast. Perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street podcast. Talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street podcast. For when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street podcast. Sean and Tabitha will be right back. They're back. We're going to kick the show off with a couple shout outs. Um, so this was brought to our attention by a friend of ours on Instagram, Ginger Arroz, um, 
she nominated Happiest Tees on Earth, uh, like teases and t-shirts. They make happy apparel inspired by magic. Uh, they have pretty quick shipping. They have a lot of really fun t-shirts. Just feel-good shirts. You've seen them. They're fun. So, you know, they have sayings like, Oh, happy day, and obsessed with magic, and do the next right thing. You know, fun stuff like that. Really cute tees, really cute family. Um, it was put together by Happiest Mama on Earth, if you follow her on Instagram. Uh, they got a really big, cool Instagram page, so check them out. Happiest Tees on Earth. And then also, I want to give a cool shout-out to our buddy, the Maddest Hatter Co., one, because I love his name, and two, he did a sale not too long ago, so he has a, you know, he's a small business, and he's trying to make some money off of these cool uh, jerseys that he makes that are Disney-themed. Uh, I think you saw them in our feed a couple weeks ago. Well, I, we bought jerseys, the two of us, but I also bought a hat, because they had a classic Ducks logo, but instead of the Wild Wing mask, it's Donald, and I love it so much. So I want to give him a shout-out, because he's making really cool stuff. And he's just on top of it, man. He's making the coolest stuff. So we can't wait to get our jerseys. They're in production as we speak, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, but wanted to give him a quick shout out. So Maddest Hatter Co. on Instagram. If there's somebody you want to shout out, if there's a small business or somebody who's making Disney-inspired merchandise that you would like to see on the show, let us know. Hit us up at friends at magiconmainstreetpodcast.com or on our Instagram at magiconmainpod. We'll be right back with This Week in Disneyland History. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Here age relives fond memories of the past. Okay, this week in Disneyland history, in 1957, the Midget Autopia opens in Disneyland. This is actually the third and smallest Autopia track following the Tomorrowland Autopia in 1955 and the Junior Autopia in Fantasyland that was opened in 1956. The Midget Autopia, located right next to the Storybook Land Canal Boats, is... Uh, was designed for very young guests who were too small to ride the other Autopia attractions. So something that people don't always realize, there were three Autopia attractions at Disneyland at one point. That's so crazy. Can you imagine how bad it smelled like gasoline? (laughs) You mean the eco-friendly Shut up. (laughs) Nah, it's pure gas. Pure (laughs) gas. I know, I must have just reeked over there. But it closed in April of 1966 and was donated to Walt Disney's boyhood hometown of Marceline, Missouri. Which we have a friend, I don't know if you know this, we have a friend who lives near Marceline, and she sent us some pictures before. I actually grew up with her. Uh, Her name is Vicky, but that's what it was. It's Victoria. She's an adult now. I know her as little Vicky. She was like best friends with my sister growing up, and uh, we stayed in touch, and she actually lives uh, near Marceline. She's very nice. She's very nice. Actually, where does she live? I don't know, but I know she's near St. Louis. Have you seen her house? Her house is the cutest thing I've ever it's seen. It's the life. cutest house in the world. Yeah, she lives in St. Louis. So she she actually took a trip down to Marceline and took some pictures for me. And I was super jazzed about it. So she invited us. If we ever want to go see Walt's boyhood home, we can go visit, stay yes, with please. them, make, make some new friends. Yeah. Keep the old. Mm-hmm. One is silver and the other is gold. <laughs> In 2008, that was so stupid. Uh, In 2008, Michael Eisner received his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Bravo, sir. You know something funny? What? Like, a couple years before that, around the same exact time, he got put on, like, the Forbes top worst CEOs list. (laughs) Yeah. What a bummer for him. I just remembered that. To be in a position that's judged like that for, like, how you do business. I couldn't handle it. Like, I couldn't imagine if, like, somebody was like, 
writing blogs about me doing marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, in 2012, in a presentation to theater owners in Las Vegas, Pixar announces that the studio has added a movie about the Mexican holiday, Dia de los Muertos, to its slate. Yeah. What was that? Coco. Coco. Which, if you... If you didn't take our advice and watch the live music of Coco you're on dumb. Disney Plus, woo! Just kidding. You're don't. missing out. <laughs> I would never be that mean to you. You are missing out. Go watch it now. Uh, in 2019, just a year ago, Mickey's Philhar Magic, a 4D film attraction, debuted at Disney's California Adventure, and it took place in the Sunset Showcase Theater in Hollywood Land. Uh, if you haven't seen this, it's a 12-minute long show. It's got 3D effects, scents, water. Um, and then a bunch of characters from the movie, and uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah. But DCA is actually the fifth Disney theme park in the world to have a version of that show, which I did not know. So crazy. You always think like, oh, we're the only one. Yeah. You know, the first one actually opened back in 2003 at Walt Disney World. Huh. So it's been around. It's a good show. I like it. Yeah. Up next, the news. The news. This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. Last week, we did an episode on cooking up the magic at home. Uh, this is uh, something that was based on some recipes that Disneyland was putting out, making some classic Disneyland entrees and desserts and items at home. So we actually recruited the help of some friends. Uh, our friends, Karn and Patrick, put together a really cool... The executive uh, producers. Executive producers. Put together a, a, what looked to be a delicious Monte Cristo sandwich and a cocktail from the old Cove Bar. We actually did an episode as well. Yeah! Where we had an experimentation with some Dole Whip <laughs> and Have some very delicious, <laughs> some very delicious fried biscuits from Carthay Circle, which is our one of our favorite food mm. items in the park. And let me tell you, they were oh, delicious. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. They were um, so good. So go check out both of those videos, which are currently streaming on your favorite YouTube Currently streaming channel. on Disney Plus. I wish. Uh, <laughs> currently on our YouTube channel. Um, you can find a link in our link tree on Instagram, down here in the show notes on the app you're listening to right now uh so yeah go check those out the one with Karn and patrick was so much fun we had a great time here at home we're calling it the, Ma the magic on main street kitchen now because we're just going to try to do more of these and we've got another fun friend who's going to be putting one together for us in the coming week so keep an eye out for that super we don't stuff. have a lot super good stuff um disney announced that all grad nights unfortunately through june 13th have been officially canceled due to covid19 canceled um <laughs> It's really sad. Well, but it's sad for the school, the, the students. Yes. I saw a tweet the other day that said, so happy to report that no cast member has to work a single grad yeah. night this year. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I don't because my school went to Magic Mountain. Losers. Literally. Hang on. We're going to go off. We're going to go on a little tangent real quick. So my loser class in high school um, was super poor. Every single class before us Which had gone. Which is so funny because you went to a Richie High School. I didn't. You did too. Camarillo High School. It was not a Richie High School. That is a Richie High School. Okay. Well, our class was broke and we didn't know how to save money. So all the other classes had gone to, to Disneyland for grad night. They decided, oh, we're going to change it up for you guys. And we're going to go to Magic Mountain. What and everybody treat. was like... Huh? What do you mean? 
So our class went to Magic Mountain. It sucked. I drank a five-hour energy and got real sick because I was riding a bunch of dang thrill roller coasters like crazy. And then my grad night was the night before my graduation. And I had to speak at graduation. So I didn't go to bed until six, almost seven in the morning. And I had to be at my school at 12. That's crazy. I was dying. I wore sunglasses my entire graduation. It's weird. And then the next year, the next class, they decided that they should go back to Disneyland. Of course. Why wouldn't you? I hate them. It's so funny, though, because I don't understand why they would do it before graduation. Because there's so many things you could mess up the night before graduation at Magic Mountain. And yeah. not graduate. A bunch of people were drunk. Because, <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't drink underage, idiots. No. <laughs> um, I... So I went to Disneyland for my grad night, which well, he must be nice. I went to a ghetto high school. So I don't know what happened to your guys. <laughs> a school. lot of things. Um, but it was different when we went. So this was back in 1997. You're so old. Stop it. And um, so now grad night, if you if you have never seen what grad night looks like nowadays uh, in the parks, it's it's always now at California Adventure. Uh, it's all day. So it's not like a special time. They do get some special. Uh, there's a special event. What after hours at like 10 or whatever. I don't know. I didn't go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it is. I was just, you know, bantering. Uh, no. So there, there are some special after hours events for the, the grads uh, afterwards. But when I was in high school, we graduated uh, at like seven. And then am no p.m. What was your graduation at night? Mine was in the middle of June in 900 degree weather at noon. No, I think, I'm pretty sure it was it was in June at. Uh, um, My graduation. Experience. No, maybe it was in Just May. Sucked. Uh, but it, yeah, it was it was it was in, in the evening. And because that makes sense. So it starts to cool down. What's yeah. wrong with your high school? A lot of things, yeah. apparently. Anyway, so it was like seven o'clock. We graduate. We meet with our family afterwards on the field and take all the pictures and stuff. And then we headed straight to a bus, which took us to Disneyland, got us there to be in the park at 10 p.m. And we partied until 3 a.m. Whatever. Park was shut down for us. Nobody's there. It's just a bunch of high school kids. And it wasn't just our school. It was it was a lot of schools like they do it now. Um, but it was really cool. They, they had like DJs on the double decker bus. Um, they had DJs everywhere. The Golden Horseshoe was a nightclub, basically. Um, it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. Except for I went with my girlfriend and we got in a fight. The moment we walked in the gates. <laughs> Makes me feel a little better. It was a bummer. <laughs> so I just deal with that. Sorry, that was a really long tangent over the fact that grad nights got canceled, but Yeah. Sorry, you guys. At least you're not you, you. At least you can just hang out and do whatever you want, and not have to go to Magic Mountain. The good news is you won't go to Grad Night and get in a fight with your girlfriend immediately when you walk in the door. Yeah. So bright side. Or get sick from a five hour energy. Oh, gross. <laughs> anyway, uh, so this is kind of interesting. This isn't really Disneyland related, but it is Disney. Um, Bob Iger has actually been appointed by California Governor Gavin, Gavin Newsom to become a part of the Business Recovery Task Force. So there's like 70 highly regarded business leaders, and they're all designated to lead California out of the economic recession, along with people such as Apple's Tim Cook and former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, get to the chopper. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. I mean, it makes sense. He's run the Walt Disney Company for 15 plus years. 60 years, I believe. <laughs> I think he knows what he's doing yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, there was some false news. Fake news. 
Fake news. The Daily Mail put out, uh, and this is something that's been forecasted, but it's not it's not guaranteed. There's no word on it. Um, they're saying that Disneyland won't be reopening until 2021. And throw up. Which, that could be the case, <laughs> sure. But there's, there's, no, there's no fact around that. At yeah. the time of this recording, there's no fact to it. Watch tomorrow. It's there's an update. Clickbait. Clickety click, click, click. So an 18-year-old was arrested after jumping over a fence into DCA last week or earlier this week. Um, Which. So he was a transient. Yeah. He, it wasn't just somebody trying to like break into Disneyland. No, I saw this huge rant by somebody, a, a Disney fan who was like, people, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> Disneyland's closed for a reason. <laughs> Don't go in there and ruin things just because you want to go on a ride. And I was like, <laughs> I think they're really going to get on a ride. <laughs> I was like, well, you obviously didn't read the story because it wasn't just some like Disney fanatic. It was no. a guy who doesn't have a home. It might not have been child. right in the head, obviously. So no. yeah, he was found by the Anaheim PD. He was over near Guardians of the Galaxy. Just chilling. They think he was going to steal construction equipment from the new sites. Ah. I mean, you could get a lot of money for that stuff. I know, but really, but from Disneyland? I know, right? I mean, you can go find a construction site anywhere. Mm -hmm. That doesn't have as much surveillance. Oh, goodness gracious. Not worth it, guys. No, not at all. Don't go there to get on the rides. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) So this is really exciting. So uh, Mandalorian Season 2 is set to release in October of this year. But Mandalorian Season 3 is already in pre-production. Hey. Yeah. So Variety Magazine reported that sources close to the production have confirmed that creator Jon Favreau. The best thing that's ever happened to entertainment. Thank you. Has been writing Season 3 for a while now. Quote. And that the art department, led by Lucasfilm Vice President Executive Creative Director Doug Chang, has been creating concepts for Season 3 for the past few weeks. So, confirmed. It's happening. We knew it would. I mean, it's not like it's a big surprise, but it's good to know that it's actually moving forward. That's the kind of stuff they can do while all this stuff is going on. Mm -hmm. The pre-production stuff. So writing scripts, casting, all that good stuff. Lock yourself in a room. Create all kinds of stuff for me. Thank you. That way when when everything opens back up, we just go, go, Mm -hmm. go, go. I want a new new season of Mandalorian every six months. (laughs) I wish. 20 one hour episodes. <laughs> so that's good stuff. Disney's offering a free download through the 26th, which is quickly approaching, of The Fairest of All, A Tale of the Wicked Queen ebook. So if you go to books.disney.com, uh, they're going to take you to a free download site for Amazon, Apple, Barnes and Noble, Google, or Kobo. You downloaded this. I, I just did. saw it come through. Yeah. Have you started reading it yet? Not yet. Maybe you I should have a read lot it and do I a need book to be, report. Yeah, I have a lot I need to be reading right now, and I haven't been because yeah. I'm lazy. Yes. No, you're quarantining. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on my mental health. Yes. <laughs> um, a female-centric Star Wars series is in development for Disney+. Plus. Exciting. Ah! Um, no details have been released yet other than it will take place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline than other projects have, which... I read a couple of different articles and there has been talks of, I don't really know how many of you guys are even going to know who this is because it's a comic thing, but Dr. Afra, um, they've been talking about doing a series, um, some sort of project on her. Which would be really cool because her character is really, really awesome. I would be amped. 
So fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm really excited. And, you know, I, I'm glad to see, you know, female centric. However, even the male leads sometimes don't stack up to the females that they've had in the Star Wars saga. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, Gina Carano was dope <laughs> in Mandalorian, one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, Princess Leia has always been a force, you know. Ray stood on her own. I think, you know, so I think bringing in more strong female characters is awesome because they've already done such a great job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see it. Can't wait. Me too. So Disneyland updated their website um, and removed all of the park hours through May 16th because obviously... They don't have park hours, right? Right. Um, but then May 17th through June 4th, everything is listed as schedule unavailable. Not closed like the other days do, but you know, schedule is unavailable because they're more than likely going to be closed through June 1st. So yeah. don't get your hopes up. But we'll keep you posted if we hear anything, as always. Yup. Let's talk about merch. All of the merch. Merchy, merchy, merch. So they released a preview of the Minnie's main attraction for May. <laughs> it's cute. It's Tiki Room. Yeah, it's really cute. Literally, all I put in my notes about this, you guys, is I need the ears and the backpack. That's yeah. all. Yeah, it literally <laughs> says I need the ears and the backpack. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's my notes. Uh, it's really cute. It's uh, The patterns on it are super, super jungly. Um, they're so stinking cute. I can't yeah, handle they're it. They're adorable. We'll put up a picture in the Instagram. <laughs> Oh, the so old cute. Instagrams. May 16th. Yeah. Um, this one came and went. I don't want to talk about it. Well, we'll <laughs> talk about it. Uh, so I am upset. Yeah, Her Universe put out a set of ears on the 17th, and they sold out immediately. It's really obnoxious. Um, they were Star Wars droid mini ear headband. One ear is BB-8, and the other ear is... R2-D2, and then the bow is a gold bow with a C-3PO face. Mm-hmm. They are sold out. They were a limited release, so but bad. as always... You can find them on eBay. Bleh. Price gouging like a jerk hole. You know what, though? It gets to a point where some people will undercut the other ones just to get theirs sold. That's so my maybe, favorite. Maybe we'll find... Well, it wasn't when we were reselling stuff. No, that was my least not when we were trying though. to sell pins. Um, That's oh, I forgot the best part about these ears. On the back of it, it says, beep, boop, beep. I want them. <laughs> it's super cute. Uh, but yeah, they're my on heart. eBay. Um, I wish we could have gotten a pair of these, but... I have depression. It's all right. We'll get through it. That's what the be Um Okay, so there's this... <laughs> it's so random, but it's so cute. There's a rainbow unicorn romper slash dress on Shop Disney. So rainbow unicorn like from inside out. Um, it's a cute little like all white romper. It's got a little rainbow unicorn like embroidered on it. And then it has a detachable skirt. It's kind of it looks like kind of like it's like tool or organza like yeah. that sort of like sheer material. Like tutu material. Yeah. And you can take it off and then it's just a pure white romper or you can put it on and you look super stinking cute. I love it. I don't. I love it. It looks like a child's dress up outfit and I love it. Is this for kids? No, it is for adults. Oh. Um Me. I, I'm not a I'm just not a big fan. 
I love it. It looks cheap. You have to see. Okay, so I only saved a picture of well, it with here. the skirt on. That, Look that, at it with the skirt. Okay. Off. Well, let's let the people decide. Everybody, right now, go over to our Instagram, and we'll have a picture of this thing. It's either cute. leave a either leave a comment, or we're going to put it in our story. You tell us, cute or no? Cute or, or nah? nah? Okay, the romper is cute. Yeah. With the with the thing that makes it the the rainbow unicorn. Not a fan, but I'm talking total package when we do this cute or not, nah, but it is the rainbow unicorn romper dress. So dress cute or not nah. romper cute or not. Nah. We'll, we'll do it. Cute, cute. Double I like cute. the romper. I don't like the dress. Dress is a little bit double tacky. Little You're tacky. tacky. You're tacky. Your face is tacky. Yikes. Burn. They have a really cute pastel tie dye spirit jersey that. Came up on Shop Disney. Oh, yeah. It's like baby pink and yeah. baby blue and yeah. baby purple. It's real cute. Yeah. They have it for Disneyland and for Disney World. Which only the one matters, you know. Just, Just kidding. <laughs> I can't talk trash on Walt Disney World because I've never been. been there. I would not talk trash on it because I've never been. If anyone would like to take us, we are accepting invitations now. Yeah, any travel agents that want us to do an experimental trip or, you know, research yeah. for you when everything yeah. is plan back us, open. Plan us a whole trip, send us away, and we will come back and talk about how amazing you are. Yeah, do it. Do it now. <laughs> Just saying. Email us. We're here for you. They have some really cool bracelets in the shop, old shop Disney. Mm -hmm. um, they're personalized leather bracelets with baby Yoda, the child, uh, and... You can personalize them in either English or Arabesh. I want an Arabesh one. Yeah. And for those of you not in the know with Star Wars, Arabesh is their alphabet, their language. Mm -hmm. So all those funny characters you see, it actually has a name. And it comes from the first two letters of the alphabet, which are Arak and Besh. So oh. Arak is the, the letter that looks like a big K. Okay. And the besh is the, it's like a, like a split circle with a line in the middle of it. So A and B, All Arak right. Besh. That's how they get the name for the language. That's awesome. Yeah. Just because I love knowing what everything says when we're, you know, either watching Star Wars movies or um, at the parks. Mm -hmm. I'm, I've gotten pretty good at reading it. I yeah. might have to like refine that and then be a translator. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll you pay me You can say you're it. bilingual. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that on my resume. That you're bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> bilingual. What language do you speak? English Arabesh. and Arabesh. Um, yeah, so pretty cool over at Shop Disney. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Disney World earlier, mm -hmm. a collection of retro style t-shirts was added to Shop Disney. And they were made of 50% recycled fiber from plastic water bottles from oh. Walt Disney World. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they recycled the, the, the um, water bottles at Walt Disney World. And turned it into the recycled fiber. And that's what makes it 50% of the shirts. That's really cool. Yeah. So there's a Mickey shirt, Minnie, Donald. And then there's uh, quite a few of them that have like the whole gang on it. The Fab Five? Yeah. Nice. They're really cute. You should definitely check those out. Where's the Fab Four? It's five. Who? Mickey, Minnie, mm -hmm. Donald, Daisy, mm -hmm. Goofy. All right. Actually, one of them had the Fab Six because Pluto was on mm. one of them. There's a new set of designer ears, and this the this edition is put out by Joe Rohde. You might recognize him from the Imagineering story. He was 
like the vice president of creative, executive designer. This guy has a crazy, crazy career at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, a lot of really, really cool attractions that you might know. He worked on Captain EO. He worked on the Magic, uh, the Animal Kingdom. He was the lead designer there. Uh, Expedition Everest. He worked on a lot of really great stuff. He's a, he was a treasure at Walt Disney Imagineering. But um, these are available at Shop Disney. And the ears are made to look like an aviator's hat with a faded deep brown faux leather exterior in a plush white lining. Then there's steampunk style goggles that match the compass printed Mickey ears. So each, each ear has a compass and they're actually GPS coordinates. The left one is for Mount Everest and the one on the right is actually the GPS coordinates for Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain at Disney's Animal Kingdom and uh, each respective opening date. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I could see you wearing those. I think I might get them, actually. Even just to display. They're very cool. Yeah. I'm not a big Mickey ears person, but I would I would display these. These are really rad. They're cute. Yeah. They're Rounding off merch this week, we have a new release from Loungefly. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a little sneak peek of this um, earlier in the week. It is a new Bugs Life collection that will be coming sometime soon. They haven't given a release date as of yet. Um, but the collection will include a little mini backpack. It's a Heimlich mini backpack. And the uh, little keychain on it is a little candy corn. And then a uh, leaf-shaped crossbody satchel as well. That's super cute. Mm-hmm. Candy corn. <laughs> I feel the same. I missed that ride. I have terrible news. What? I haven't. I hadn't refreshed my browser. Okay. The, the Joe Rody ears are sold out. Oh. Boop. That's a bummer. Oh, yeah. I just put my laptop to sleep. It's That's funny because these ears, the designer collection, mm-hmm. didn't sell out much in the parks. But now that they're all online, people are fiending for Disney merch. Yeah. That's oh, bad. well, it was worth a shot. Got to jump on that merch train, man. That's Disney merch for you. Seriously, you don't get it quick. Though. You don't get it at all. So we'll do a better job of giving you heads up on when th- things are coming out. Up next, it's Hidden Mickeys with a Kid. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. We're back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Kenzie. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you. It's your first time, right? Uh, Have you been here before? No. No. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Thanks. For your first time. <laughs> uh, this is Hidden Mickey's with the kid, and she's the kid, and this I'm is Hidden kid. Mickey's. And this is Hidden Mickey's. Here we go. So where are we going to find this week's Hidden Mickey? You're going to find this week's Hidden Mickey in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay. Where are you going to find this Hidden Mickey in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? You're going to find it when all the dwarves mm-hmm. are washing up. Uh, when Snow White's making dinner for them. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and Grumpy's like, no. Yeah. Never. I'm not going to wash up. You're all like... And they're all singing that song. Yeah. And they go... My headphones fell off. And then they kind of drag Grumpy. Yeah, because he doesn't want to wash. Yeah. So they drag him into the tub. Mm-hmm. So, and then Dopey... He's in an epic battle with a bar of soap. Yes. Yeah. He, um, he keeps... 
dropping it mm-hmm. and he's trying to and kicking it yeah <laughs> and so then he he kind of he drops yeah. it and it like hits one of the dwarves on their butt yeah uh-huh. and then he swallows it he swallows the so thing. then he starts hiccuping a bunch and on and before the fourth hiccup okay on the third hiccup yes okay when he kind of like falls down yep it's not a pretty face. Let me just no, warn you. It's not, not a pretty it's, face. It's very painful. Yes. Yeah. If you look to the right. Yeah. If you look to the right of Dopey, there is a hidden Mickey, one big bubble and two smaller bubbles. Yes. Yes. So that's your clue. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, you have to look really hard for this one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I hope you have your pause finger ready. Because just sat here going. Yeah, it's hard. Oh, I tried. I was like, it's very hard to find. It's a tough one. So mm-hmm. if you do find it, send screenshots. I want to see a your screenshot. Split second. Don't Google it. Find it for yourself. Yes. Pause it and send us the screenshot. I'd like to see it. It's a little. It's a little test. Yes. Yeah. So Snow White's making dinner. All the boys are washing up except for Grumpy. They drag yeah. Grumpy and they're scrubbing him up. They're going. And then my headphones. And then uh, Dobie kicks the soap, hits somebody yeah. in the booty, flies into his mouth. He hiccups three, three times, times. And then on the right-hand side, you're going to see a hidden Mickey. Yes. I like when, it. After he falls. After he falls. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Again, I want to see screenshots. He, like, touches his tummy. Yeah. He's like, hmm. Yeah, he's so sad. <laughs> Foods we miss. So Kenzie's not here to tell hers because um, she's become Miss Popularity and super social while she's been home because she doesn't actually have to like go hang out with people. She can just turn her phone off if she doesn't feel like talking to them anymore, which is very smart. We had to schedule her for Hidden Mickey's of the Week. Yeah, we had to be like, hey, can you come here real quick? And then she's like, oh, I got to go. My friends are waiting for me. Like, then she had us talk to her agent. I know. Well, who? It's weird. I don't get it. Um, but Kenzie misses Dole Whip this week. She wanted me to let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> because we tried and we tried you'll see watch you'll the video see. um i miss the pot stickers and the sauce that comes with them from lucky fortune cookery at dca mm, those those are so good those are probably my favorite pot stickers in the world yeah they're really good yeah not in the world no in the world the costco ones are my second favorite <laughs> i was gonna say um we've been to din tai fung those are amazing oh well that's real though i'm talking like <laughs> fakies, fakies. Um, what do you miss? You know, this is a weird thing for me to say, but I miss popcorn. Sean doesn't like popcorn. Only at Disneyland. And sometimes at movie theaters if he has a hankering. Only if I have like snackies. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not a, f- I'm not a, f- a big fan of popcorn. I love popcorn. I don't know, man. It's, 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 uh, it's something different when you're at Disneyland. So I definitely miss the popcorn. They pump that smell through a park like it's crack. Yeah. Ugh. Um, Disney Parks blog also added the recipe for the chocolate peanut butter banana French toast that they have at the PCH Grill. Can we make that? We'll be doing that this weekend. Yes, we'll make another video. And uh, you best believe I'm not going to be done up like I am in the video that you guys are going to watch this week. I'm going to be in my jammies because it's going to be Sunday breakfast. I like it. Sunday breakfast. Join us. Yeah, join us. Maybe we'll do an Instagram live. Oh, maybe we'll do that. Keep an eye out, folks. Keep an eye out. Fellers. Fellers. <laughs> hey there, fellers. You're all right, girl. If anybody played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, you'll know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stupid.
Now, now, hold on there, Dutch. I want to do voices for video games or cartoons or something. Yeah. Anybody got a lead on like voiceover stuff professionally? <laughs> Let me know. I do it for work now and it's a blast. But I would love to do a like a a video game. How do I do that? Anybody know? Tell me. Because I can do this voice. <laughs> and they can also do that. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Um, and Smeagol, they're pretty much the same person. They are. Elmo is growlier. Smeagol is just, Elmo is mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, anyway, uh, so that was food. And coming up next, events and entertainment. Sorry, my chair creaked. Creaky. So, so, the month of April is almost over. Yes. This one went a lot faster than March. Well, I shouldn't say that yet. There's still a week left. This week could drag. But so far, April went a lot faster than March. I think we're acclimating. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I'm, I, th- I think I'm hoping that I am. I'm off. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, there's some off. Yeah, but. How are you doing out there? You guys doing okay? This is weird, man. Yeah, Sean, we're fine. Oh, cool. Good to hear it. Yeah. With May quickly approaching, there's a bunch of new stuff coming to Disney+. Plus. A lot of really fun stuff. Yeah, and there's a few things um, that we've listed out that we're super, super excited about for the month of May. So we just wanted to give you guys the heads up, too. Yes. Um, so launching on May 1st. There is a new show that's going to be on there called Prop Culture. It'll be the series premiere and all eight episodes are going to be available right away. Um, Film historian and prop collector Dan Lanigan. Is that you say it? Looks right to me. uh, Reunites iconic Disney movie props with the filmmakers, actors, and crew who created and used them in some of Disney's most beloved films. Um, Throughout the journey, Dan will recover lost artifacts visit private collections, and help restore pieces from the Walt Disney Archives to their original glory. Among the films featured this season are going to be Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Mary Poppins, The Muppet Movie, Tron, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I can't wait. That's going to be really cool. Uh-huh. It's going to have a lot of really fun history I'm going to cry, probably. Most likely. We cried I everything. always do. Another thing that's going to make us cry... Oh, for sure. The boys. The Sherman Brothers story. <laughs> That's going to be a real bad uh, thing. <laughs> it's going to be so good, though, because the Sherman Brothers are behind some of the most iconic Disney songs. Yeah. And t- anytime I see anything of their about their history, um, I get really, really emotional because they're like one of the last lines to Walt Disney. Yeah. They worked with him directly. I mean, yeah. they worked with him. Mm-hmm. Not just hey, I see you down the hall. Like they worked very closely with him because they were the ones right. They were the ones writing the songs for some of these like big blockbusters that Walt Disney was putting out mm-hmm. back in that time. Really excited about that. Yeah, and then a new episode that'll be coming out. Um, I can't remember if it's the second or third week of May, um, but it's an episode of One Day at a One Day at Disney. Um, oh, it's going to be starring Ed Fritz, an Imagineering ride engineer. I was I'm interested. I was a little bit disappointed with um, this whole one day at Disney thing mm-hmm. because I thought that it was going to be a series. Mm-hmm. And when they launched it, it was like a, a documentary, like mm-hmm. a, a full length documentary. And I was really bummed out. I was like, they could do so much more with this. But then they started putting out all these episodes and 
they have so many fun things mm-hmm. in there. Like we learned about the scuba divers in there. We learned about a puppeteer in uh, one of the shows on Disney cruise lines. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody on Broadway. Now we're going to learn about an Imagineering ride engineer. Like they've done a great job. So yeah, I jumped the gun in my disappointment. Shame I, on you. I really enjoy that show. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. That and Imagineering story are like two of my favorite things that Disney plus brought about. Definitely. Yeah. And then uh, just to refresh your memories last week, we shared some news on um, some fun things online that Disney has been doing to kind of keep you engaged at home. And those things are still going on, still available. Uh, One thing I'm going to remind you about because we can't stop listening to this song. We actually listened to it right before we started recording to get us pumped up. (laughs) Uh, Magic happens by Todrick Hall is on Apple music and Spotify. Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, so go ahead and check those out. Um, Disney Magic Moments is something they've been doing where they're, I mean, they're exploring a lot of things. They're doing arts and crafts. They're doing recipes for food and all kinds of really fun stuff on the on their website, uh, the Disney Parks blog, everywhere. Uh, but the latest addition is you can zoom around the Incredicoaster on a virtual ride at Disneyland. Do it. Yeah, it's, sit in a laundry basket. And yeah, it. <laughs> it's it's really smart that they did this. I'm because there's so many people that have been recreating rides at home, like sitting in, in laundry baskets and spraying water on each other for Splash Mountain. It's you know fun stuff like that. So yeah, you'll take you can take a virtual ride on the Incredicoaster. Check that out. Recipes are coming out frequently, so you'll be able to make some fun Disneyland recipes at home. Uh, they've got a parks inspired Disney Plus watch list. And they still have shorts by um, Disney Parks. It's a series that they're doing in the app. So they did one with a a group of ducks that were going through the park. Very cute stuff. So lots of things to keep you engaged and and, uh, in in good spirits while everything's going on. So check all that stuff out. Yeah. We're going to take a little bit of a break before we get into our next topic, which is our big topic. Disney stories to warm your heart. So get ready. Get the tissue. It's going to happen. See you in a minute. Stitch, that's a good one. Ohana means family. I can do that one too. Guys, somebody make me a professional VO artist. I do voices. I'm fairly well-spoken. Somewhat. I do good voiceovers. (laughs) You do. I can do uh, monster truck rallies. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's the biggest and baddest monster truck rally you've ever seen. The ticket covers the whole seat, but all you'll need is the edge. Do you see what I love with you guys? It's good stuff. Do you see what I love? Anyway. Let's move on to our main topic, Disney stories to warm the heart. So we actually scoured the interwebs and we found all kinds of tweets and Facebook posts and blogs and comments and all kinds of fun stuff uh, that kind of brings us back to the park makes us remember all the good times that we've had. Um, So we're going to share some of the stories from around the world and then also some of our own stories. Mm. So the first one goes a little bit like this. In 2015, we attended the wedding of dear friends at Disney World. They had this absolutely stunning Tangled theme wedding. Flynn and Rapunzel even stopped by to meet the guests and wish the couple well. Our daughter was only 18 months at the time, but was super into Flynn. He kept coming back to her between photos and folks had to keep reminding him to get into photos with the other guests. Our little one absolutely loved him and decided he was her Flynn. So cute. 
We went back to Disney a little over a year later and booked breakfast to eat with Ariel, Prince Eric, Rapunzel, and Flynn at the Boardwalk Resort. We mentioned to the hostess how excited our daughter was to see Flynn again after their first meeting was so special. Well, clearly some magic happened, since not much later, Flynn made a special trip out to see our daughter. He walked up to her saying, where's my Mia? She lit up. She truly believes to this day that he remembered her from the wedding. She got a beautiful light-up Pascal for free, and she and Flynn colored a very special picture together for Rapunzel and presented it to her in front of other guests. Aww. That's adorable. That's so cute. That is so adorable. I love that. Yeah. During a trip a few years ago, my precocious six-year-old daughter was getting a lot of special attention throughout the park while her three-year-old brother was overlooked. He was a shy kid and seemed fine with it for the most part, but then we went to Turtle Talk with Crush at the Living Season Epcot, and he really wanted to be chosen to talk with Crush. The cast members chose his sister instead. As the show came to an end, we found my son on the floor softly crying. Someone asked me if he was okay, and I explained that he was disappointed because his sister had been getting so much attention, and this was the one thing he had really hoped to be chosen for. A cast member told us to hang back. Once the room had emptied, Crush came back onto the screen and spent a few minutes talking one-on-one with my son about what it was like to live in the sea, even giving him a little swimming lesson. I can't tell you how grateful and surprised we were that the cast at the show had gone out of their way to help a sad kid and make my son feel valued by a character he admired. It sounds silly, but I think it made a big difference to my son. That's cute. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things at Disney. I don't I don't know if I've said this to many people, but Turtle Talk with Crush is probably one of the coolest attractions that Disney has. It really is. There was uh we went one of the last times we went before the parks closed. Um there was a girl that you could tell was a regular. Yeah. Um, or she had been there a few times that day. Yeah. Well, yeah, either a regular often or like a regular for that the day. day yeah. And Crush greeted her by name, asked her what fact she had for him that time. and What was her fact? I don't remember. Mystere had premiered at Caesar's in Palace. In 1997. Yeah. Yeah. And so throughout the whole show, he'd be like, did you guys know that Mystere premiered at Caesar's Palace today? Uh, it was actually um, Treasure, or Treasure, Treasure Island. Island. Sorry, yeah, I apologize. Okay. Mystere is actually my favorite circle <laughs> show, so but yeah. Uh, yeah, super cute. Crush is always just killing the crowd. Like, he's mm-hmm. so good. He's so good. Uh, I can't wait. If you've not seen Turtle Talk with Crush, I can't wait for you to see it because it's so much fun. Yeah, I really, really thoroughly enjoy that. Here's our next story. It was late and my son wanted to meet Captain America so bad. We ran to get in line, but unfortunately, it was closed. We watched him take pictures with everyone and my son was so excited to be a couple feet from Captain America. When the last guest was done with their picture, Captain America came over to talk to my son, and the cast member asked me if it was okay if he walked with Captain America. Of course I said yes. I love when they do that, because there's so many times where, and you have to understand, like, they're all on a schedule. They have have a very strict schedule. They have to stick by, for a lot of reasons, you know, one, timing, two, safety. Uh, So there are reasons they have to get out of there. So it's always fun to see these characters come out of the, the queue after they've done their last picture for their set and they grab a kid and walk with them for, you know, two minutes. It's like, it makes their whole day. Yeah. Sometimes that's, they feel so special. Yeah. Sometimes that's a more special engagement than actually going and getting a picture with them in the, in the line. Yeah. I love when they do that. They get a little bit better quality time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Another one we have, 
Uh, for my son's birthday, we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel and spent a few days at the parks. Not only did the hotel staff welcome us with a signed picture for him and birthday button, the lovely cast member saw his birthday button and said, I've been waiting for you all day. You have a phone call. She then connected him with Goofy, who wished him a happy birthday. My son was so surprised and happy, and we always remember that trip as an amazing birthday. Truly, Disney rocks at customer service. That's so special. They really do. Yeah. I love when cast members go out of their way to make magic when they don't have to. Because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, I know a lot of our friends that are cast members remember. And I, I, I hope that everybody does remember that once everything comes back to normal. You have such an opportunity to change somebody's life. Like literally change yeah. your life. This is a story that that kid's going to tell for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And you and that cast member created that for him. Yeah. So it's so special when they can do that kind of stuff. So cast members, when you get back to it, get back to it. Mm-hmm. This is another fun one. When I was six, my autistic brother and I went to Disneyland for the first time. We decided to go on the Peter Pan ride because that is my brother's favorite character. When we were riding the ride, my brother had a meltdown because he was scared by the heights. When one of the cast members saw us getting off with my brother still freaking out, she came over to us and told us to wait right outside for something magical. After waiting a few minutes, she and Peter Pan came walking towards us. My brother immediately calmed down and became super excited. We took pictures with him and he signed our autograph books. Then he personally escorted us to our next ride, the carousel. And my brother was overjoyed. It definitely is my favorite memory from the Disney parks. I love that. And what better character? Peter Pan is like, he's like one of those like exceptions at Disneyland. Yeah. He's like the only person that's allowed to run. <laughs> he can and skip he's around like crazy. Running. He has no agenda. Just walk around, talk to as many people as you can, do goofy things and walk away. And I never see him with a host. No, no. He's pretty self-contained. Yeah. He's like, I got this. It's fine. Yeah. He's so funny and he's so quick too, because there are so many times where I've seen like, he'll take a picture with somebody and he's like, oh, what's this thing do? You know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the phone is. Uh, I don't remember if I saw this in person or if I read it somewhere. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I know there's a story about somebody who was like, can you say hi to my friend? And he's like, sure. Where is he? He's like, oh, he's, he's on video on the phone. He's like, he's in your phone. <laughs> what's a phone? <laughs> you know, it's just like the funniest thing. And then, uh, so he has him talk to the, to the video camera on the phone and uh, he's like, I hope you have fun in your box. <laughs> it's just like the funniest thing. He's so he's, he's a character. I love it. I love that so much. Yeah. Uh, here's another Peter Pan one. Oh, yeah. Uh, my little brother had been trying to meet Peter Pan all week. This was when characters did surprise meet and greets. The morning before our flight left, we were waiting one last time and a cast member recognized us from earlier in the week. My brother went and sat on the steps while the cast member talked to my mom. And pretty soon someone came and sat next to my brother and asked what he was doing. When he told them he was waiting for Peter Pan, he looked up and Peter said, I'm here. Let's play. (laughs) He played with him for 20 minutes and walked around and introduced him to everyone who lined up, saying that he had come just to meet my brother. My mom and I cried. I'll never forget it. That's a good one. Uh, That one got me a little bit. Um, That's that's such, and it's so funny. If you've seen him in the parks, like that's a very Peter Pan thing. Like he, he's just like, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's always running, always running around. Never, never uh, in one spot for more than 15 seconds. No. He's awesome. I remember he was, we caught him out at the well talking trash to the evil queen. Yeah. And it was the funniest interaction because she's just like, I'll crush you. (laughs) You're done. You're dead. And he's just like, you know, sticking his tongue out at her and just, you know, poking fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, The day after we got engaged, 
um, was the day after we got engaged? Yeah, I think you had to work for some reason. So I took Kenzie to, no, it wasn't. When was it? I think, I think it was, I don't know. I took Kenzie to the parks and she sat on the ground and played duck, duck, goose with Peter Pan and a bunch of other kids, um, like right by the bathrooms, right before you get to Alice in Wonderland, the, Mm -hmm. like the card bathrooms. Yeah. They were all sitting in a big circle right there playing duck, duck, goose, just like (laughs) not a care in the world. He didn't care that he was in the middle of like foot traffic. There was like 15 kids. And that's so funny that kids can go to Disneyland and play Duck, Duck, Goose and With have a Peter blast. Pan. Yeah. Uh, well, also, uh, the Mad Hatter and Alice do um, musical chairs over yeah. at Coke Corner. Yeah. Or Refreshment Corner. With the... The, the ragtime. Ragtime piano player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's They do fun stuff. Yeah, I like it. Um, here's one. Uh, in February, I ran the Disney Princess Half Marathon. Right before the race, I rolled my ankle, and it didn't help throughout the race. Around mile 13, I did something to my hip and had a sharp pain. Unable to run the remaining bit of the course, right before the finish line, Goofy was on the sidelines with no line, so I asked for a selfie. He saw me walking and sensed I was in pain, so he put his arm around my shoulders and walked with me to the finish line. I love that. I have to laugh so I don't cry. Right? <laughs> no, it's just so cute to think about this stuff. Um, here's the last of the stories that we have, and then we have a couple of our own. We were there for my son's seventh birthday last year. My husband had a fast pass for a Space Mountain, so my son and I went to Tom Sawyer Island. He has ADHD, and honestly, at that point, my anxiety was through the roof because we were alone. My son was wearing an It's My Birthday button, and a staff member named Justin noticed. He also noticed I seemed stressed out. Justin asked my son if he'd ever seen a hidden Goofy. He hadn't. So Justin took us on a scavenger hunt to find one. During all of this, I heard someone radio Justin to go take his break, but he told them he couldn't because he was on a special mission from the boss to make my son's birthday super special. Y'all, I cried. Justin had probably been standing out in the heat for hours, but he refused his break to help me. I will never forget him. <laughs> that's a good one too. i'm not okay do you have a story um i've told my stories you guys tell it again heartwarming stories tell it again well i've got one from when i was little when my mom just randomly like up and decided we were driving to disneyland one day and then pulled up in front of the disneyland hotel with no reservation and just kind of said, y'all have a room tonight. <laughs> and they did. So we stayed. I think I think it was just one night we stayed. And then we did Disneyland the whole day the next day. And then went home. But I always remember that. Like, who, like, you can't, you don't know very many people who got to, like, stay in the Disneyland hotel. My mom just randomly decided yeah. she was going to ask just, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let's just see. So I think about that one all the time. That's good. And then our engagement. Our engagement is my favorite so many Most cast members magical. helped like make that so awesome. Yeah. It couldn't have been as good as it was without the cast members. Yeah. Because them letting me come back to do a picture at a later time mm-hmm. with the caricature artist and, you know, doing it at a certain time during the day on a very busy day. It was dapper yeah. day. You know, mm-hmm. it was, it was a big day. And then the, the ability to keep it all quiet and, and, 
and keep me calm and, you know, really make it special. Yeah, they did a good job. Well, and they they had a cast member standing there for a while, making sure nobody was like crowding where we were. Well, so what they were doing, and she told me this afterwards, she was making sure nobody came to look around at the picture that she was drawing because she didn't want anybody to go, oh, he's proposing on the picture. <laughs> So she actually stood there so nobody would, because people go and check out the caricatures. Yeah. Um, and she was making sure that nobody came over and like looked behind the easel. Yeah. Which Could you awesome. imagine if I didn't somebody ask her to. did that though? I, that would have been a mess. <laughs> I would have been like, pardon? Very great. Well, and then on top of that, all of the amazing cast members, I mean, I know they have to be because they work inside Club 33, but all of the amazing cast members in Club 33 and everything they did for us, they even gave us like a little goodie bag, like in a, in a card that said congratulations and like they all signed it and yeah. then they gave us like little, like a little box of um, French macaroons. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so nice. No, they did a good job and it was, it was magic because, I mean, obviously it was magic because we were getting engaged, mm-hmm. but it was magic because cast members made it more magical. Yeah. But it's not always the cast members that make magic. You know, we we used to do our best and we've actually I've seen comments on like our Instagram, not not like our Instagram, but back in the day, our Wonderlanders Instagram. Yeah. Um, people leaving comments because we were known for our love of birthdays. Yeah. Um, I I made a lot of people red in the face in a good way uh, in the parks, because if I saw birthday buttons, uh, I would typically scream at the top of my lungs <laughs> it's tabitha's birthday whether i knew you or all not. of us and then make be, sure Wah! yeah and then everybody in the background would sing and it was i don't know it wasn't my job i didn't work there but it was fun for us because we got to sing happy birthday and make new friend maybe and you know make somebody's day yeah so it's not always a cast member that makes uh magic at disneyland that's their it's their role, and that's something that they're supposed to do. But mm-hmm. um, sometimes it comes from just everyday Joes. Um, I think besides the engagement, and I, I've touched on this story in the past, but uh, this is the full story. One day, we were in the parks, and we wore, uh, if, you've, if you've seen, there's still some that go to the parks, and you know, I have nothing to say <laughs> about them. Uh, but, the, you know, we used to wear our denim vests, denim, uh, you know, like biker style vests with like biker style patches on the back. And we had a Mad Hatter hat in the middle and the top said uh, Wonderlanders down below. It said Disneyland. Um, it was fun. You know, it was something that we didn't take too seriously. It was it was a good time and it was fun. But uh, a big purpose of those vests, one was to identify ourselves as a social club. But secondly, it's where we housed our pins. So one day we were in the park and it was Tabitha and Kenzie and myself and then a few friends. Um, and we were actually trying to escape the heat. It was a hot summer day. It was scorching out there. Uh, so we actually went over to the firehouse and we were kind of hanging out on the fire truck um, below Walt's apartment. And, you know, just uh, I think we were actually looking for a ghost. Weren't we trying to hear a ghost in the corner? Something like yeah, that. It was some a, weird thing a that story. Kenzie wanted. Yeah, there's a story that you can hear a ghost in the in the corner of the firehouse. So we were trying to do that, whatever. Um, but I was kind of standing off by myself. Um, and this nice man came up and he's like, those things cost a lot of money. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, what's that? The the vest or the pins? So the, the pins. And I was like, well, some of them, some of them are right off the rack, but some of them I've paid for. Some of them are gifts, blah, blah, blah. And um, he's like, oh, I really like this one. 
And I was like, oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Um, a friend of mine had given it to me, and it was actually the door from Alice in Wonderland. And it was hinged. It actually opened up. So it was the doorknob and, um, you know, the doorknob's face. And you could see in his mouth there was a scene behind it. And when you open the door, you could see Alice falling through the rabbit hole. Very cool pin. And um, it was very special to me. And I kept it rubber banded because like a very small, like thin, like uh, girl's hair rubber band. And I kept it closed, but he was so interested in it that I was like, oh, let me show you the inside. So I pulled off the rubber band and it snapped and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's not your fault. I wanted to show you. So I showed him the pin and um, he was so intrigued by all of these pins that I was wearing. And we talked to forever about like people selling on eBay and how much these things cost and how one pin can be 20 bucks in the park and go up to $400 that day because people want it so badly. So had a really great conversation with this guy. He introduced himself as, as DJ and, um, he's such a peculiar man, a uh, very sweet, kind hearted guy, uh, has a you know big bushy goatee, always wears Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. um, just a very unassuming guy. So then we got onto the topic of, you know, how often you come and, and, you know, I'm like, oh, we're here every weekend, maybe a couple times a week. Most time of the most times we've come in a week was like five. And he's like, oh, that's a lot. I come maybe once a week. And I'm like, oh, what do you do? So like, yeah, I just watch people and have fun with my wife and, you know, just kind of had a, a fun little conversation. When we got on the topic, he said, you ever been to Club 33? And I was like, no, I would love to, though. I, you know, it's one of my dreams to go, and I've never been able to go before. We had talked about how we had just recently done the Walk and Waltz Footsteps That's tour. Right. And he asked if we had gone up into the Fantasy Suite or if yeah. we had gone to Walt's apartment. Because uh, it, that was when they shut switched. down yeah. Walt's apartment for a little yeah. while. So they were taking people through the Fantasy Suite. So we told him that story. And he's like, oh, have you ever been to Club 33? I'm like, no, we'd love to. It would be so much fun. Uh, he's like, you ever been to 1901? I was like, actually, I didn't even know it existed until just recently. And 1901, if you listen to our 15 things you might not know about Disneyland, uh, we talked about that. It's it's the other exclusive club at the Disneyland Resort. It's at Carthay Circle in California Adventure. And I was just telling him, oh, I just heard about this place. It sounds awesome. And uh, we, t- we talked a little bit about what it was. He told us it was just a lounge. It's not a restaurant like Club 33 is. And and he's like, yeah, it sounds like something you'd want to do. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds amazing. I'd love to do that. And he's like, okay, let's go. We died. And we bit. stopped and stared at him like, ha, 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 funny stuff. And he's like, no, really, I can get you guys. And how many people do you have? Who was he was talking to a plaid? Who was he talking to? He was talking to Esteban. Yes. And Esteban knew the entire time, obviously. He did and didn't say a word to us. DJ was. And, and then as soon as Esteban. DJ said that, Esteban just smiled and was like, have fun, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. We're, I mean, I'm my jaws on the ground. I'm red in the face because I'm so like just excited about this opportunity. And he literally walked us over. It was how many of us? There were six of us. It's me, you. Six of us. Dave and Kenzie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kenzie was pretty small at the time. She was six, seven. Maybe. Yeah, probably. And um, so he walks us over to this door, just a random door over by Carthay Circle. So there's the main entrance. And then if you look to the right, there's the special door. There's a placard that says 1901. There's a doorbell. Now there's a, a scanner. So you scan your, um, your membership ID there. Uh, they opened up the door. There's a nice little reception area right when you walk in. <laughs> Hi, DJ. Have a good trip. Mm-hmm. We walked in and he basically gave us an entire history lesson of Walt Disney because 1901 was designed around 
Walt, 1901 is his birth year. And uh, he told us about every painting in the room, every picture in the room, all of the decorations. Um, there's uh, uh, director's chairs instead of bar stools at the bar with uh, Walt and Lillian and Roy and Edna. And there's one picture in particular, which I died over because it was a picture of Walt Disney and Ward Kimball. And he's drawing the Mad Hatter, which I still can't find a good quality picture of that to print, which I want it so badly. <laughs> um, just such a cool little area. Then he, you know, told us some of the secrets about the place. Um, one thing that's not so much a secret, but you only see it if you're looking for it. Uh, every once in a while, a magical window opens in the wall and Walt Disney walks by. You see his silhouette. We cried. I mean, it was, it was like one of the most amazing experiences. And that's all before we even sat down. So we sat down, his, we met his wife. Um, there's all kinds of board games in there for kids. Uh, so we pulled out some, like the heads up game and played a little bit with her. And um, we had cocktails and we watched them make the sphere ice cubes. They actually take a cylinder of ice, put it in this press and it presses it into a perfect sphere of ice that goes into their uh, signature uh, old fashioned drink just such an amazing place and you know you've got your your one server so he's he knows what's going on he knows all the members and you know really takes care of everyone and uh knew that we weren't members there and so you know, he treated us very kindly and um made sure we knew what was on the menu and what we could order and and you know just made the experience so much more special so truly some of the best three hours of my life. We spent three hours in that place having cocktails and snacks and playing games and just catching up with this amazing man, DJ, who we met a few hours before and literally one of the most special days of my life in Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was such a good time. I'll never forget that guy. I hope he's doing well. Me too. Yeah. Some of the stories that came out of this guy were amazing. So he's, he's been a member of the clubs for a while, but he actually worked uh, as a contractor for Disney doing all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, there's, there's stories he told me about doing magic tricks um, for some productions, uh, live productions, like uh, at the El Capitan. But then he also told us stories about how he's in soaring over California on the ridge as the jets are flying by because he helped with that scene. Like just yeah. the most unique dude I've ever met in my life. So, so crazy. Yeah. Such a magical time. It was such a good time. And uh, we got to do something that not a lot of people get to do at Disney. So that was fun. You know, we all love the exclusive stuff as APs. Uh, so doing something like that was just unforgettable. And that's truly one of my most magical Disney days. Love this it. guy did it out of the kindness of his heart. Didn't have to do it for us, but he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's our stories. We'd love to hear yours. If you have a heartwarming Disney story, we'd love to share it. Uh, shoot us over a message at, uh, on our email, friends at magiconmainstreetpodcast.com, or shoot us a message on Instagram at magiconmainpod. We'd love to hear your story, and we'd love to tell it to all of our fans. So on that note, that brings us to the quote of the week. It's time for a quote of the week. Putting words together that last forever, it's quote of the week. So I did say that it doesn't take a cast member to make all the magic happen at Disneyland, but they're the ones that are doing it 99% of the time. So I thought this was a good one for the topic of the week. Um, 
Walt said, you can dream, create, design, and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it requires people to make the dream a reality. Mic drop. Bump. That was my mic drop. Thanks. Disneyland wouldn't be what it is without cast members. And, um, you know, while they're going through their hard time right now, I'm so excited for them to get back to what they do, what they love. You know, they make dreams come true every day. They make magic happen every day and they're very special to us. So all you cast members out there, keep your chin up. I can't wait to see you again. Um, you're special for what you do and I can't wait for, for you to get back. So thanks Agreed. so much. Agreed. Agreed. And now sadly it's the end of the show. So I will say uh, we did put some work into making these videos, uh, the, the cooking up the magic at home. Um, so please check them out. Uh, you can head over to our YouTube channel. You'll see one for Karen and Patrick and one for us. Uh, we've got some friends that are talking about doing some of their own at home. And as these recipes come out through the days and weeks, it's going to be even easier for everybody to do it. So uh, we're going to be featuring these as long as people want to keep cooking, even if it's us. So head over to our, to our YouTube. We'd love the support. We'd love for you to see it. They're, they were fun to put together and, and really um, some really great items that you can make at home. So check that out. But we want to thank everybody so much for joining us always. Uh, you mean the world to us. And we, you know, we're, we want to keep doing this for as long as you'll let us. So thanks so much for the support. If you have any comments or questions or any stories that you want to share with our audience, please email us friends at magic on Main Street podcast.com. Also follow us on Instagram. You can find us at Magic on Main Pod. You can actually become a Patreon subscriber and give us a hand with the show. Um, you know, equipment costs money. There's monthly subscriptions for things that we do. And, you know, so for as little as two bucks a month, you can get early access and you never have to listen to ads. Um, and you can find more information about that at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. Also, make sure if you're listening and you're enjoying what we're doing, please subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, leave a review super easy to do it takes you literally 30 seconds uh you can literally just, literally you can either just rate us or actually leave us a review help us spread some magic by sharing our podcast with the people that you love that are disney lovers as well um that would be really helpful and and you know get us heard by more people we're continuing to grow but we don't want to stop so we want to be popping guys popping but on that note on behalf of tabitha kenzie daniel scar and myself Thank you so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat. Spread the Disney love. Thanks for hanging out with us on Main Street.